This podcast would not be possible without our fantastic podcast partners, Vincherry and One Up Sales. If you're a grown recruitment business, these are both award-winning products you must consider when looking at your recruitment tech stack. Because you listen to this podcast, you're able to get your hands on an exclusive offer. For both of these products, you're able to get 10% off per user forever. So if you haven't considered looking at these products yet, I'd highly recommend it. If you want to get the most out of your people, have the best chance of scaling with more confidence, use the link in the show notes, book in a call and find out if both these amazing products can be great partners for you on your business journey. This is another Golden Nugget episode, which are a lot more shorter than our longer conversations and they are packed with value. They're all about the key takeaways, the practical insights that we believe you should be noting down and walking away with when listening to our longer episodes. So let's get straight into this week's Golden Nugget episode. I hope you enjoy it. What I wanted to just start with, because this this seemed, when we're talking about preparing for this, this was something that I think felt quite important to you. So so the question that that I have was, how do you uh, think aspiring recruitment professionals can stay true to themselves Mm. throughout their careers? Like why why don't we just start by just talking about why why that's been important in in your journey like just yeah being true to yourself. Yeah, I I mean this is you know quite a deep topic to be honest but I think ultimately in you know recruitment your career uh, the world there are so many outside influences you know telling you you need to be this you need to do that you know and almost telling you what the world or society's definition of success should be. Mm. Um and I think, you know, as I've gotten older, I've certainly become more independent in my thinking and the way that I view situations in the world. But something that I was told really early in my recruitment career was, you know, you need to be more of a... Sorry, we're using that <laughs> word. <laughs> That's um, the reality of it. Yeah, you need to be, you know, you need to be nastier. Whereas, you know, innately, I'm not that you person. You need to be cutthroat. You need yeah. to be cutthroat. You need to be ruthless. And I think there's absolutely some truth in that. Mm. You know, I think you can always take aspects and characteristics from other people that, you know, have been successful and that you admire their traits, but you still ultimately need to be who you are and be true to yourself. And I think as I've gone through my career and I've, you know, achieved you know, a relative level of um, success, you know, I've had promotions, I've managed teams, I've helped other recruiters, you know, from day one become really successful recruiters, you know, I've, I've learned from myself and my own experiences that you can absolutely be yourself while still striving to be a better version of yourself, mm. but not compromising what is true to you and what your values are as a human being. And I think there is a time to be direct and, you know, straight to the point and, you know, maybe a little bit blunt at times, just say it how it is. I think all those things are really important. But for me, I, I try to lead and engage with people from an empathetic point of view. Mm. And that's something which has always worked really well for me. There have been times where maybe people have taken advantage of it, to be honest. But for me, I just take those experiences as learning situations where, right, maybe next time I won't do it that way, but I'm still going to be true to myself and what I think is important to me. I think that's amazing that you, yeah, I think that's such a great way to approach your career life because, yeah, being able to look yourself in the mirror and go, you know what, I knew I did everything I could. I knew that I sort of... Yeah, like you said, was true to yourself. Mm. Yeah, you're going to be able to sleep way better at night compared to the other people that do things just to, because they think they need to be something else or those things. I guess just curious then, like I'm assuming it was a journey to get to that point Mm. because that takes a a lot of 
courage, I feel like, just to sort of own what you are, what you stand for, despite maybe external factors going down, you need to be something else. How did it sort of affect you? Or how did you feel being in environments then where you probably felt like, you know what, actually, this actually doesn't really line with me. I am actually mm. really trying to, I'm probably being quite out of character here, or I'm doing things that I don't overly believe in, but... I have to do them because it's my job. Like, how did that? Mm. Yeah, how did how did that affect you? One thing that I always try to do is not to take any situation as like the be all and end all. And mm. what I mean by that is, you know, you can be in certain rooms or situations or you know with certain people, and I think nowadays it's very much you know you're either all of this or you're all of that. There's no nuance or there's no you know space to be. Well, actually, maybe I don't agree with everything that that person does or what this company does, but I'm still learning a lot from mm. this company as well. Whereas I think these days it's very easy to be like, well, no, I don't like that one thing about the company. So I'm just going to switch off, disengage completely and almost self-sabotage. So I've always been like very, I guess, analytical of whatever situation or organization or even people that I engage with and think, well, yeah, maybe there's some of their traits that don't align with me and who I am, but there's absolutely still stuff that I can learn from this person and add to my game to make mm. me a better person, make me a better recruiter, make me a better leader. So I think it's that analytical mindset and not just taking things as right. It's all of this or it's all of that. I can take some of this and some of that and use that to better myself. Yeah, it's not black or white. Yeah. I absolutely love that. I, I couldn't agree with like whole different conversation, but I think that is also probably a good description of like just just society right now as well mm. in terms of you're either like in this camp, you're either in that camp yeah. or if you were in that camp, Dan, then... I don't like you because yeah. you have those beliefs. You know what I mean? So just on this then, and then we'll move on because you've, you've clearly showcased this already in this conversation, which I love, but how have you gone about cultivating this mindset then? Because what I hear there is perspective, personal responsibility. You're willing to go, okay, like what can I learn from even though it's a challenging situation? Mm. Not everyone has that ability to have that perspective, to have the responsibility. So just talk to us a bit about how in your life you've got to that point of having those types of approaches to things and your mindset because I think again like if more people can have more of those approaches and perspectives to things it it can help them in their life inside work and outside of work mm. but where how have you gone about cultivating this mindset yeah so I'm I'm really big on like personal development mm. as well setting goals and it's probably not something I really did with any real conviction or belief when I first started in recruitment mm. as most people did you know I fell into recruitment you know wanted to earn a good wage gone a few holidays and you know things like that but I think it was really coinciding with my time joining Signify speaking with Ryan about the goals that he had of wanting to start his own company and thinking actually this is this is pretty sick what he's talking about this could literally change our lives and something that Ryan's always been big on is setting personal goals and personal development so that could be listening to podcasts mm. reading books even like working out so I think probably starting around the time when we first launched the business back in 2016, that's when I really, I guess, started taking, I guess... Um, Your own development. Yeah, so. taking my own development really seriously. Um, and that's not to say that it's been perfect. You know, we're all human beings. I'm a human being. There are definitely times when I'm, I fall off of that and, you know, you get into the routine of just, you know, going through the motions, so to speak. But what I try to do is not stay there too long. Mm. So I definitely believe in, like reading books, listening to podcasts. And for me, it's all about positive like reinforcements and positive consuming positive information mm. because there's a lot of you know negative stuff out there. So I just try and make sure that I'm constantly feeding my brain with like 
positive information, positive affirmations. And I think that the time where I noticed the biggest, I guess, shift in my career, you know, my earnings was when I really started taking that stuff seriously. Mm. So yeah, I think that's something that I, I would say helps you to have that mindset. 